Angela Yee and Charlemagne the God. The, the Breakfast Club, bitches. <laughs> the voice of the culture. People watch The Breakfast Club for, like, news and really be tuned in. It's one of my favorite shows to do. Just because y'all always keep it 100, y'all keep it real. They might not watch the news, but they're on Twitter. They're on Facebook. They're, you know, they're listening to The Breakfast, the Breakfast Club. Club. Get your ass up. Get your ass up. Your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So, so you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? It's Weeze from Jersey, man. Brick City, Jersey. How y'all doing, man? Good morning, Charlotte, man. Good morning, DJ Envy. What's up, brother? Get it off your chest, man. Newark. Newark, what's happening? Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Nah, I'm just Chuck calling in, man. I'm happy. I'm blessed, man. Thank God for my family. Woke up this morning. I'm um, positive off. Just want to say thank you, man. I mean, thank God. And, and Envy, man. That's beautiful. I got a little problem with you said earlier, man. Don't be supporting that vaccine, man. Don't promote that, man. Don't don't even put that on the airwaves like that. People, I was, I'm just trying to tell people out there, don't even support that, man. Don't try to be no guinea pigs or none of that, man. For real, just say, I mean, let people stay out of that vaccine, man. It's not good. What if they, what if they offering 20 grand a shot? I don't care, man. Your money ain't worth your life, man. It's not worth it. It's twenty. If twenty thousand is worth you walking around, being sick, or either gonna die or whatever, I mean that's your choice. If you want to do it, go ahead and do it. But I want to do it. I don't care if they offer me. Maybe I'll do it for two hundred mil. Maybe two hundred mil. But even if they offer me, I'm not doing it. <laughs> There's a. Pro- I'm, you know I'm okay, I got you. All right, brother. Hello, who's this? It's Social Stack. I right, get it off your chest. Man, I want to know, Envy, why these females are so unappreciative? I don't get it. What you mean? Like, don't, I left, just, don't, don't, I don't disrespect females. all women like that. And stop not saying all women, female. not all women. I love my mother and I love my daughter. I'm a single father, but check this out. I left my female in my car for three months in Miami. Three months. And every day she's telling me, you don't do nothing for me. Oh, y'all men all alike. Y'all don't do nothing for us. Y'all leave us down and out. Envy, how I leave her down and out when I left her a car for three months? I don't get it. What kind of car was it? <laughs> you stupid, man. All right, I'm not going to say it's a foreign, but it's a nice little Equinox. You feel me? Nice little family whip. When I left it to her, in shape, 06. You know, nothing, nothing glamorous. Well, she just not the girl for you. That. She was other things. and all that in it. Envy, how you get you roaches in the 06? car? Well you, well, you know you was having sex with her if she was roach infested. You know, that was, that was all you. That's kind of your fault, too. I mean, she's from the fucking bees. I ain't gonna lie. She's from the fucking bees. But still, Envy, I ain't know they was gonna do it like that. Damn. Please, roaches in the car. In, a 2006 and 2020, and you wonder why there's roaches in the car? I ain't Charlemagne. I know how to take care of my cars. Come on. You know, in the South, they be taking care of their cars. You can't even say that. Just because it's old school don't mean that you're gonna that have your true. stuff dirty. That is true. You know what I'm saying? And I try to keep it a- clean, and I don't understand. Is it me? Is Am I the reason why these females doing me like this? Because it's not the first yes, time. Yes, it's you. I come it is definitely you. Why you gave her a car anyway? That, is that your girl? Well, that's not even your girl. That's just some girl no, you met. That, it. that was my girl. That was my girl. I was with her for like a little year. I had the little foreign thing, so I brought it up top to New York. You know how we do, Envy. We got to make it look good when we in New York. You know what I'm saying? So I left it a family you, car. So you I'm had a Chevy Equinox. How you make the Chevy Equinox look good in New York? Just no, he said he got a foreign. He brought the foreign to New York and left the Chevy Equinox in out there. He don't, he don't yes. have a foreign. What foreign you got, brother? It was a rental. It was a little rental, a little band <laughs> joint. You feel know I me? Mean? I'm not going to lie. Okay, okay, okay. I'm not okay, up here to okay. lie. Okay, okay. Well, well I'm sorry I should you do it, bro. That. But he definitely inspired me. When I see Envy with his whips, I said, man, I got to pull a little something out. You feel know? me? 
I ain't got no roaches though, bro. Nah, she put the roaches in the car. MVC put the roaches in the car. It's the Miami females, man. <laughs> First of all, um, I need y'all to stop screaming the word foreign so much. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I would, I would like to tell y'all some of the 12 uh, foreigns that are available: Toyota Tacomas, Toyota Avalons, Honda CRV 2016s, Toyota Camrys, Honda Accords, Toyota Corollas. Those are all foreigns too. Just want to throw that out there. Hello, who's this? Really, comedian? Shayna. Hey, Shayna, get it off your chest. I just want to thank God for this day. That's and I, right. You know, I know. <laughs> Look, I'm thank God for this day, for this job. I'm so blessed. I'm highly favored. I got my own business. And I just want to just thank God. That's all, guys. Shayna, Shayna, you're, you're, not, you're not just blessed and highly favored. You're blessed, black, and highly favored. You, you're absolutely right. I am blessed, black, and highly favored. And I just want to thank God for it. Thank yes, you, ma'am. Okay. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. I'm dialing. I'm dialing. Hey, what you doing, man? I'm dialing. I'm calling call you. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The <laughs> Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good morning. It's RJ. How y'all doing? What's up, RJ? Get it off your chest, brother. How you doing, King? Hey, I, was, I was just calling in today. It's my uh, fiance's birthday. You know, I proposed to her oh, Saturday, okay. so I just wanted to uh, show her some love with the Breakfast Club this morning. Okay. What's that? Sen- what's that sensitive, emotional cancer's name that you just got engaged to? Her name is Miss Shaniqua Marsh. She's actually right here. Oh, let me speak hey, to her. Let me speak to her. My cancer brethren. Shaniqua, good morning. Happy oh, birthday. Thank you. How, what y'all how much doing did you today? Cry when you. Uh, we, we we got something. I can't tell you right now. I'm okay. Surprised. Okay. All right. All right. All right. How 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 much did Shaniqua cry on Saturday when you proposed to her? I know she's a sensitive, emotional cancer like me, so I know she let them tears of joy flow flow. You know, the moment was so special. We actually both cried, brother. So, you know, it, it was there a good moment. Go. All right, that's brother. beautiful. Well, love your queen, brother. That. Oh, yeah, love your queen. Don't 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 uh you know. Say things like ride together, die together, bad marriage for life with your queen. Now don't approach it like that, okay? Black man on cheek. There you go. There you go. All right. All right y'all have- you too now. Hello, who's this? Yo. What's up, Envy? What's up, Envy? Wait, is uh, Charlotte Envy there? I mean, Charlotte and Yee there? Is Charlotte there? I'm here. Okay, man. Every time I call, I've, I've never talked to Yee. I don't know. She's never talked to me. But um, I want to talk about Moneybag Yo. He bought his lady the, the Urus, the Lambo truck. And his baby mama over here tripping. And I don't understand that because I guess supposedly she's the one who left him. But she over here commenting whoop the whoop. And I just don't like the baby mamas. I, I feel like they're too entitled. Uh, well, I would uh, say, one, that that's, that's you're a little too tied into this. Um, yeah, baby, I, I really don't know the story. But I can't see him having a problem if he has a new girlfriend. He's not with his baby mom and he wants to buy his new girlfriend something nice. I don't see a problem with that. Yeah, I don't yeah, see a problem man, with that. The baby mama's over there tripping. Um... And I'm, I'm, I'm sure that if I'm money bag, yo, you know what I'm saying? I buy my I buy my girl who I'm with the Lambo truck. And, you know, I buy my baby mama a nice little Honda CRV. You know what I'm saying? Maybe a Toyota <laughs> Highlander. You know what I mean? A Subaru Forester. Those are nice SUVs for a baby mama. Yeah. And I'm upset because I called a while back, probably two weeks ago. No, probably like a month ago. And I asked you, Charlotte, for a book, and you said that y'all sent the book out. I still haven't gotten that book. It's been like a month. You know why? And this is my fault. Um, I'm not in the studio, and all the books are at the studio, I believe. 
And yeah. so I mm-hmm. don't have somebody up there to mail them out. So what I'm hoping is that, you know, when we get back in the studio, which I pray is in the next few weeks, um, I could just start sending them out to everybody. But what I can do for you right now is I can send you a copy of The Unapologetic Guide to Black Mental Health by Dr. Rita Walker, which I think is an amazing book. You know, my book, Shook One, is about mental health and my personal, you know, struggles with, with anxiety and, and, and depression. But her book, she's an actual doctor, so she's an actual expert. I'm yeah. just an advocate telling people my experiences and inspiring you to go talk to the experts like Dr. Rita. So let me just send you the book on the experts. So if you leave your address right now, I will have that shipped out to you today. Cool, I will. And could y'all add me on IG at Jabari.Brown? Two ends. Um, let me let me consult Moneybag Yo and see what he would do. You stupid. <laughs> All right, man. Have a good one. Hello, who's this? Hello? Hello? This is Morato. Oh, shoot. Morato. Damn, del- Damn delayed response. That's a, that's a very original name. Yeah. I've never heard that before. Where you calling from? Good. Uh, I'm calling from Angola, Africa. Africa, all right. Africa! Wow, all right. The motherland, what's happening? Get it off your chest. Good morning. All right. Good morning, DJ Envy. Good morning, Charlamagne the God. What's up, King? Good How are you? Good morning, Angela. Yeah. Good morning. Nice yeah, yeah, because it's, like, it's a very long-distance call. I might spend here $100 just to make this call. Um, I just want to say that this, this, this show is amazing. Um, you guys are doing an incredible job. And I listen to you every day in my Apple podcast, and I don't even know if the program was live. I just called. Okay. Some positivity. Yeah. We... What you guys doing and keep inspiring us all. What time is it in Africa right now in Angola? What time is it? It's 11. 11.16. Okay. P.M. or A.M.? A.M. Okay. All right. Good to talk to you, brother. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest on the line. Hey. Sit. Fifth, what up? Everything's all good, man. Running around. Well, first of all, how's Jeremiah doing? We, you know, you broke the news that Jeremiah was in ICU uh, for uh, COVID. How, how is he doing? He's doing a little better now because I, I speak to Saeed that's like right next to him, like in his camp. He was in intensive care and, and not not responsive at, at one point. And that, that's when Saeed called and he told me what was going on. And then that's why I, I said it like right away. But like I know some people who passed away from COVID, but they have other existing illnesses. Right. That, that it just really enhanced this joint and then knocked them off. And I'm like, I hate to see that happen. Like, it would, it would be because we haven't took it to our culture musically like that. Outside of Fred DeGarson. Fred DeGarson. Yeah. yeah. He had asthma, bad asthma. So Jeremiah had no pre-existing conditions? No. Like, they, they started, they thought it was a few different things before the ventilator. they figured out it was COVID and they had him in there. They put that thing in his throat, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, he was really on a ventilator. Like, it's, like, mm-hmm. real, what they say COVID is, I think we all experienced a version of it. Some sort of cold symptoms and things that made you feel like, whoa, let me stand out because this is real. Like, like in the very beginning, I, I, I went through that. Like, I'm like, they're saying that, and I feel like I got a fever. And then later, I had so many COVID tests afterwards because you have to go through these clearances to be in, in the bubble on television shows that it was like rapid testing all the That's time happy. for me. So I, mm-hmm. I feel better about it, but I didn't take the, the what's name test to see if I ever well, you had it early on, and so that's why we haven't yeah. gotten it now because I, you I, think I, maybe I, way back when it first started. Yeah, I think in that very beginning, because I because I, I did feel like I the 
the cold symptoms and stuff. And I was right. like, what? Like, oh no, I don't go out like like with a, from a head cold. You go through all of this and go yeah. out from. You know, survive shootouts, all but type of really like, I would say if you had it, you would recover just because <laughs> you are very, you know, particular about your health. Yeah, yeah. Like, I try to stay in shape, you know, and mm. for more for more reasons than probably the average person does. Mm. Because it's a part of, you know, your presentation is how people see you. Take case. You know, I said, Buster, Buster got himself back in shape. You see that? <laughs> Well, you were making fun of Buster for a good year. That was, that was probably part of the reason. I, I helped him. And the I would get some of them boys on them bikes. And we get on that bike ride for like 35, 36 miles. So I was like, God, look, I rode 10 miles. <laughs> I came back looking at the bike different. <laughs> is, is it hard to stay in shape the older you get, Fifth? Hell yeah, man. Like, I, I get on the treadmill. Like, I used to run super, like, super fast on the treadmill. The mm -hmm. first time, now I got to ease into it now. Same here. <laughs> <laughs> Knees be hurting like a mother like, Yeah, you're like, where did this come from? My back is feeling different. My back has feelings now. <laughs> days I wake up, that's like, no, we're not doing that. You know, Phil, I thought about you this weekend, man, because I was looking at, um, I was looking at Jeezy and Gucci. I said, if Jeezy uh, and Gucci can put their differences aside after all the smoke they had, there's yeah. hope for you and Ja. Am I correct? No. But look, <laughs> I do love you, though. No, no, no. I do love you. And you know, whatever you say to me is fine. It's just the way I feel about y'all, period. Like, I watched the show. I've been a uh, crazy fan of it. There was one point they asked you something, and it was about uh, how you feel, Black Lives Matter or something like that. They asked you something, and you was like, I have no, no feeling." about it, like, you know, no question about it. And I was a little bit disappointed only because I feel like you and Van, Van Lathan, are, are guys that, in, as far as the journalists, when, they, when they're talking and stuff like that, as a journalist on the radio, you're not writing it, but it comes out and writing it regardless, right? Because it could cover the things, the statements and the things that people say on the joint. When, like, at certain points that, that I said things to people that they go, oh, like, I'm glad he was there to say that. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? And it's just just because, like, a lot of times when you don't posture yourself, like, even the, the gangster energy, it's a part of the culture. Like, hip-hop music is closest thing to street culture. So you're going you're gonna to see more casualties. You're going to see more street things happen to artists connected to hip-hop. Like, look at this week. Crazy shoes in hip-hop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That energy lives. Like, the music lives with the, the this way it's coming from. So now it's starting to be... A little more visible. Like I even have a television show. It's about, it's about 700 unsolved murders in hip hop, more than any other genre of music. This is great information. I don't know how we got here based off the question I asked you, but <laughs> <laughs> this is a great it's the art of spin. It's the art of spin. You know, I, I, felt like we were, I felt like we was gonna end up somewhere around Trump. So I was. I'm, <laughs> All right, we got more with 50. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Fifth. Charlemagne? You know what I wanted to ask you about, Fifth? You know, a lot of rappers been using Many Men lately. Yeah. Uh, 21 Savage, Pop Smoke. How, how do you pick and choose which records you want to clip? You know what? The, when I heard the records, it, it was a hit record. Both of them. Like, like I'm, when 21 Savage said that, I was like, yo, I listened. I felt like his record was a hit that he didn't need to play the, the part at the end, but creatively, it was setting the tone for him. And I think it, it resonates stronger, that record, because they feel the way I felt at that point. It was a war chant at that point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like, he did address 
some issues, like even with Jeezy on that record. Would you have a clear record for one of Irv Gotti's artists? Have no. They don't need to be in my voice. They're going to say the wrong thing anyway. See, <laughs> they don't even want people listening to my records. Look, hey, girlfriend, you got to imagine Jeezy telling his girlfriend, oh, no, don't, don't. I don't want you listening to that. It's different. You, you would think that I hate them with the passion that they dislike me with because they're going through a continuous aspect of my success. When people tell you the best way to get a person back is to do good, that's not a lie. Right. Like, even when people say things about me, like my son's mom was upset with me all the time. Like, that's, that's so old. Like We haven't been in a relationship for 20, 20 years, 18 years, right? So when you said now, I'm like, I'm sure I could do what I'm doing longer than you could do what you're doing because you're upset and I'm not, I'm enjoying myself. Right. Still, still running around doing anything. I believe your energy provides the ability for you to be productive. If you're not in a good space, you can't, you can't make the next thing happen. Right. You know, and that's the way look, a lot of times I don't really get affected by how people feel about me. If I, if I, if I cared enough about it, I would be crazy already consistently. Like you look now, particularly you guys, I, I feel more comfortable having this conversation with y'all because of what the show is, what it is. Now, I come to y'all to talk about them offering me a million dollars to go to Trump's inauguration, right? I passed them a million dollars. And they offered a million, and you said nah. 500000 and it went up to me while I was still confused with whether I should do it. Right. Why were you confused? Just because of the money? He was needing it for the same reasons you see now that he participated with different artists like that like to, for the black vote. And I'm going, but nah, I ain't, uh, ain't going to put myself in that position because I don't know what I got to do to recover from it and be honest with you. And I'm looking going, nah, I'll pass. And you see later when you see, I'm watching the news and they're going to see him across CNBC uh, by, by the tax plan and it's at 62%. I go, oh, yo, they never talked about that part in the debates. See, it's because COVID is such an issue. It, it overshadowed everything else in, in those plans. This right. is why the following day, my, my Instagram post is on the cover, puts me on the cover of the newspaper. Right. People go, oh, well, why don't you say say this, say this? I get all these phone calls about it because I know you don't feel like that. Why you don't say this? And I'm like, why do you care to fix it? See, if you can't be used, useless, just don't use me till I get a chance to use me or until I'm all used up. If they're deciding to take that post and make it the cover of the newspaper, okay. Doesn't change my intentions or what what I would actually do. So Wayne definitely got a check then. Yeah, I'm sure. Oh uh, yeah. Paid, but easily he got paid. He had the sweater and the picture at the. <laughs> 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 no, I knew that. Did I you really speak to Chelsea Handler? Did y'all really have a conversation? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we talked. We talked. What's the day? But Chelsea, she's you can see it in in a communication. Our personality is so it's, it's fun. Have you cashed in yet, though? She made you an offer. Have you cashed uh, in? And then she started talking about, oh, like he's some kind of hunk or something. It's like, what's wrong with him? <laughs> and fifth, how we know you didn't get paid to tweet that about Biden's tax plan, though? I, mean, I didn't get paid for that. I didn't do that. You know, like, that That was the name. When I did just put it up, it was, how did how did I know that they were going to put it on the cover of the newspaper? Right. I, I didn't know that. You have said before, though, that Trump has some qualities that you feel like you possess also. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the ability to to believe in yourself. Like, he's a little... Now, I think most successful people are a little crazy. They have to be. You, you develop passion in the area that you're in, and you got to believe in it. Look, look at the money you put into real estate. Mm -hmm. 
how much money you put yeah. in. You develop a comfort with it when there's not a hundred percent comfort like there. Like there's it could there's things that can go wrong. Right? Like we went into a recession where people's real estate was worth half of what it was worth and they were all underwater. And and we can go in that direction without any area feeling like that that's an issue. What? And being able to suppress that when it's happened in the past would just say that in order to actually make it, those that would be blocking you if you were thinking about that. The only thing that separates us is passion, right? There's no such thing. You got a lot of people that are on radio. You got more people on 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 podcasts and, and blog posts all over the place, and then it, they still want to hear your voice in 36 markets. It still it says it's stronger. I listen to it because it puts me up on what's going on, and it's being said in a way that I can completely grasp what it is. Like what is it? We had 100 plus markets, fifth. Just wanna, just wanna throw that out there. 130, lay over 100. Yeah, but who's, counting? But who's counting? Who's counting? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 100 plus, like that? Yeah, 100 plus. 100 plus markets. 36 when I was doing the math, but last time. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Let me ask you a question before we get out of here, because I know you gotta go. Do you ever regret anything you have said or done to anybody? You know what? The, the, I don't apologize enough, right? Like, if I say something, a lot of times, my intentions are what the malice are you. When you're in the public space, a person can look at him and say, no, I don't like it. Like, you see the social media, you're like, I never, I never liked him anyway. And I'm going, cool, then you never f***ing mattered. <laughs> right? You never f***ing mattered. And why would I care about what you think if you have nothing to do with the success that I'm having in my life? You know? Is it actually to come tell you sorry? Are you forgiving at all? Like, if somebody says sorry? If they haven't gone over my mark, I'm a cancer, right? There's certain things that they do, and I like I can hold on to things better than other people can. To be honest with you, like sometimes things get older. These people don't get older. Like I still look at them when you said what you said about me. Like I'm looking going, oh, okay, and it, it might have been how you felt at the moment, and, and they passed. And I look at them, and I'm going, I don't know how, why you felt that way. So I, I can't look, and I go, okay, well maybe this person's just not somebody. That I'm supposed to have a relationship with, you know. Life comes on this Wednesday, ten to eleven on ABC. December six, don't forget Power Book Two because that is my show. That's awesome. I was disappointed when it ended. I was like, wait a minute, what just happened? But it's back on December six, right? Six, yeah. Be back in action with that. To get a chance to see Mary Map do their thing. There you go. Well, we appreciate you for checking in, Fifth. The Breakfast Club is back with another memorable interview. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. He done cursed us out. Tell him, get it off your chest, Birdman. Said it already. I ain't gotta talk no more. Cause I, I I don't understand the angle. Like what? Like what? Said it already. So why come here? I did it already. I'm here. So what's happening? I mean, it's all good, but I'm, I'm saying, here. why, why, why? And I'm here. What's happening? I'm all good, but I'm yeah, saying, why come that, here man. just Look, to I'm curse here. us What's up? What's happening, man? I wanted to see you. I wanted to talk to you and your man in your face. Absolutely. You understand me? I knew a few places you was at. I could have pulled up, but I don't think that was gangster. I wanted to come look in your face like a man and tell you how I feel. Okay. You understand me? Straight up like a man. So no what's shit, the issue? No sugar. Ain't no issue. If it was an issue, you you'll feel me. I just come to let y'all know. Stop. Put some respect on my name. You understand me? When y'all saying my name, put some respect on it. Did you, did you pull up on Ross that way or Trick Daddy? Man, I'm pulling up on you, nigga. Yeah, but I'm, I'm the radio guy. Why well, pull up on the radio guy? Don't act tough with the radio guy. I hate my y'all, y'all, y'all finished or y'all done? I ain't got no more talking. Let's rock.
Yeah. Well, grand opening, grand closing. <laughs> All right, well, there you have it. Nah, we good. We good. You know, you know. There you have man, it. Man, what about all my notes? We good. That's it. <laughs> Quickest man. breakfast club in the world. Well, that's the breakfast club. <laughs> good I'll show sure if you ever. Good morning. Good morning. Well, if, if you just joined us, Birdman came up here and the interview didn't go that way. It you was, knew it was going to go that it way. It was very Stop quick. It. He was no, very but upset. From our understanding behind the scenes, he wanted to just come and address some things. Yeah, he wanted to come. They said he was excited to come, that he wanted to come talk to us, Listen, that man. he wanted to, to get some things off his chest, and he did. So let's actually play, because we were, you know, as soon as you walk into this this uh, room, we start taping immediately, because we, we never know. Yeah, because there's always some good stuff before or after. And my, go, go, let's play. Let's so, play. so this is what, this happened. what happened when Birdman, as soon as he walked oh, in. As soon as he man. walked in. Y'all ready? Yes, sir. I want to start this off straight, telling all three of y'all stop playing with my name. Let's go on there. Let's go. Stop playing with my f-ing name. Let's go. Let's do it on camera. Stop playing with my name. Let's I ain't go gonna right say on there. No. When my name come up, respect it. Let's go. Stop playing with my f-ing name. All three of y'all, stop playing with my name. I ain't gonna say it no more. Here we go. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee. All right. Now, the reason I kept saying let's go is because the cameraman was taking his time. We don't waste no good content. I was like, let's go. He's... You will not come in here and nope. curse us out, and we not going to get <laughs> it on not camera. We're like, not go. getting on the radio. We were trying to tape it quick. The cameraman was taking his time. But what happened was Birdman came in here and tried to curse us out right. to shake up the interview before the interview started, mm-hmm. thinking that the interview would be sweet, but it wouldn't have been. We just still asked the questions we wanted to ask. Right. Well, he tried to do the intimidation thing. Came in here with like seven guys, mm-hmm. you know? And my thing is, yo, anything I've ever said about a person on the radio, I'm going to say to their face. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking if you come in here, you come in here to address those issues. Right. That right there, to me, that was some suckers. That, yeah, that's, that's anything you, you, we front. do up here. If we, if we talk about you or, or make a comment about you, when you come up here, we're going to make that same I, comment. I didn't like, I, didn't, I don't, I don't like, I don't like the coming up here just... Trying to show yeah, out on the some, tough sometimes guy. Sometimes people try to plan to come up here and do certain things. Don't 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 try to be tough to the radio guys, especially when people like Trick Daddy has been up here. What right. did Trick Daddy have to say about Birdman? Let's, oh, let's, play, let's play the audio. I've done business with Birdman. Mm-hmm. Some are good and some is bad. I just think when when you try to be a CEO and you try to be a rapper and you try to be a ladies man and you try to be a girlfriend. And you trying, trying to be, to be a, girlfriend. a girlfriend. A crip and a blood. You're trying to be a girlfriend. Who Why you call him a girlfriend? I don't know. That's what they say. Oh, you mean like a like DJ Kelly. I got it from the street. Okay, and, and Ross was up here. And Ross, Ross was up here talking about, about Birdman. What he had Ross a beef between Wayne and him, and he, he spoke about it. What's nah, your relationship with, with Birdman? I don't have one with Birdman. For me to see the way things are transpiring, I can't respect that, and I don't respect it. Have you had that convo with Birdman, boss to boss, like, yo, you need to treat your people better? Not at all. I mean, that's what I wanted to build my team after, the way they kids was molding together, the way they family was. Right. So for me to see this, that's a no-go. They know how I play. Birdman know how I get down. He was in Miami a long time. He know double M active. How does that work now, you know, because he's in Miami, like... Ain't in Miami right now. Oh, ain't okay. in Miami right now, but it ain't about... Telling nobody where they could go, I ain't with that. That's fake talk. We know who the that Drake signed to is now. Yeah, we figured it out. Should have been easy. The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club is back. Back, 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 back. Bring it back. With our best, With our of, best interviews. of interviews. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Brother Love is here. Did yeah. He? Just call me love. Just, Just call love, love now. Just love now. Just love. I know it yeah. changes according to your mood, so yeah, you're yeah. in a love mood. Is it a love mood? I just I just needed to simplify it. I make things so complicated sometimes, and I'm already black, so I'm already a brother. So you just you don't need to say that. You can just 
Hit me with the love. I have told people I feel like Diddy's energy has shifted. Yeah. Because I, cause I always used to get bad vibes from you, but mm-hmm. now it seems like you're just a, in, a, in a different zone. Yeah. I used to always get bad vibes from you also. That's what I thought. <laughs> I said the same thing. I said, yeah, I said maybe it was me. It. I said maybe I changed. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, no. I, th- I think I think we both have changed. We all uh, are evolving. It takes time to really kind of connect and understand the power of it. You know, you can speak about it. I spoke about it for years. Um, but, you know, I've had my ups and downs. If I'm going through something or if I'm not feeling a cat or whatever it is. But now I don't feel any of that. You know what I'm saying? Like... You know, I just I just feel love, you know, even for my enemies, you know. Life is beautiful. Now, I felt very old this weekend. I had a birthday party, me and Envy, and your son was hosting with us. Which one? <laughs> Justin Combs. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Does it feel weird partying with your son? Um, No, it doesn't. It doesn't really feel weird because it's, it's important for me to make sure that I show them how to move out here, mm-hmm. you know. So it's more that I don't hang out with them a lot if I have you know, have a club date or something like that, then then we'll rock together. But, um, you know, yeah, I'm not trying to really just be partying in, in the club with my kids. What, you, what if you walked in the club and you saw your boys with a, with another vodka at the table and not Chirac? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they'd have a problem. They wouldn't be able to come back home. <laughs> Oh, well, then I'll, well, yeah. I'll leave this part of the story out. Don't no. start that. Don't do that. Don't do that now. He asked him why. He didn't get him Don't do that to that man. Justin, we call it Justin. But change, I, change the locks, yo. But it has to feel good to see what a great job you did raising your kids. Oh, you man. Know? One no. of your sons, he's modeling for Dolce & Gabbana and rapping, and your daughters are beautiful. We saw the video of you giving one of your daughters a dog, you know, and yes. how she reacted, which was really sweet. It's incredible seeing them grow up and actually be nice human beings and actually have their head on straight because you know it didn't have to end up that way when you think about a lot of the other celebrity families you know it's, 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 it gets a little weird sometimes you know and um they haven't been acting weird yet and said <laughs> yet <laughs> you know what I'm saying and you know we all go through our things but you know I'm 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 very very proud of them you know I'm very very proud of them as men and also the girls, the way that they're growing up and just the way that they treat people mm-hmm. is 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 just like outstanding. Right. Yeah. I see Christian got a he's been dating a girl for two years. So what's that conversation like now, you know? <laughs> is it's getting a little serious, he's getting a little older. And this is where you started going a little yeah. wild. Yeah. I was like, nah, don't play yourself. <laughs> don't play yourself. We're not about to be puff granddaddy. That's not happening. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or everything's on pause. Um I went, I went a little further, but, you know, I don't, I don't want to, you know. <laughs> you know, I want to respect the, his girlfriend's privacy. But, um, you know, I sat down, had a conversation with them, and um, we all on the same page, I hope. Tell them we're kind of make sure they protect themselves, make sure they don't, you don't want no babies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, not right now, you know. Right. Now, I got to ask, on Ellen, you said you were engaged. I ain't finished yet. Oh. <laughs> they ain't finished with babies? No, I ain't finished yet. You said you, you were engaged for four yeah, hours. Yeah, without a doubt, I love children. You said you were engaged for four hours. You don't love children? I, I love them. Five. I got two. You know, I'm trying to get a boy. So, yeah, they're, two both, girls. they're both trying to get more. Yeah. There we go. I'm trying to get ten. It's a race. Oh, I ain't doing ten. Ain't <laughs> you really want ten for real? Um, I could go to eight without a problem. I could go to eight Can't real stop. quick. <laughs> Can't stop. Won't stop. So how would that work though? Would you have them with your current woman, or are you bringing some new troops? Uh, I would uh, hope so. We, we I don't say, know. Hey, hold on. Let me go do this on the side. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, don't get this man in trouble again. <laughs> the African king right here. He might want more than one wife. <laughs> Don't get this man in trouble again, man. 
I am a king. Um, <laughs> but I'm not doing that, though. You know, whatever's supposed to happen in the future is going to happen, but that's uh. that's something that I want. Mm-hmm. Now, you were engaged for four And I would only have it. Said. I would only have it with my girl, of, of course. course. Okay. Let's make clarify. Sure. Let's make sure. Exactly. <laughs> you don't yeah. clarify yeah. You got to clarify. Diddy in trouble, I don't want no problems. Yeah. I think I got a joke for Diddy in trouble. <laughs> now, back to my question. Okay. You said you were engaged for four hours when you were on Ellen. Mm-hmm. How did you get out of an engagement? Like, did you just say, I was just kidding? Like, how does it not happen? Mm. I acted like it didn't happen. You was drunk. I didn't even act like, I mean, I was definitely, you know, in the spirit. <laughs> but, you know, the next day I just, you know what I'm saying? I just, you know, treated it like we had a great night last night, you know? She Is never it bought it, it back up? up? Hmm? She never bought it back up? <laughs> 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 I mean, she brought it back up, and I was just like, you know, maybe we should just, like, wait a little while. Yeah. What? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> So uh, Diddy, why I can't you... tell y'all which girlfriend, but you know it, it definitely happened. How many girlfriends you got, Diddy? Man, we man. only know one. Man, I, no, I'm talking about in the past. In the past, it oh, didn't happen right you, now. That, that okay, was, okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. You just assumed it was Cassie. Mm-hmm. I understand. Right. Yeah. yeah, but I was just telling the story about just a wild night that happened. You that know, is a wild years, night. Boy. Years, years, years. You lucky you weren't yeah. in Vegas. You might have got married. I was in Vegas. Oh, you were? Yeah, yeah. Oh, see, that's nothing. That's a good lie to say in Vegas. Let's go get married right now. That ain't nothing in Vegas. I mean, I got, I got proposed to. Oh, they proposed oh, to you? you did? Yeah. And I said yes. <laughs> <laughs> what? I said yes. That's what she get. She did she have a ring? Huh? Did she have a ring? No, nah, we didn't have no ring on us. That was the good thing. No, 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 no. Definitely. She definitely had a ring, and she definitely put it on me, but it wasn't. It was like just one of her rings. That she's that that I guess I complimented her on, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Nice yeah. ring. Well, yeah. it's yours. We're getting married. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, did you at least smash it that night? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, so you told her what you had to say. No, 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 no. You told her what you had to say to get the the draw. No, no, no. We was in a relationship. This is not coming out of oh, nowhere. Oh, got you, got you, got you. Come on, man. He painted you as a savage over there. Oh, man. <laughs> King Diddy. <laughs> King Love. <laughs> But the you can't say no. The polygamist. When, <laughs> nah, you can't I'm not. Say no, yo. when your girlfriend proposes to you, right? That's awkward. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it it was um it was just all in the spirit of fun. I'm just right. you know I'm just made. It wasn't like a real serious thing, you know. But it was it was just something that was interesting that I did, <laughs> you know. I I did say yes and did get you know proposed to. Well, well, even when you talk about polygamy, though, we do watch you and be like, yo, man, did he got a nice little setup going on? Because mm-hmm. when you be at like Thanksgiving, yeah. And, all your baby moms be there and your girlfriend and all your kids. That yeah. looks dope. A lot mm-hmm. of guys can't get that off. Yeah. You have to take care of everybody. And if everybody's happy and you're taking care of them and, and you're respecting them, then um, you can have a meeting like how I had. I had a can we all just get along meeting, mm-hmm. you know? And it's, it's just, it'd be better for all of us. How long did that take? That probably just happened this year, just where, you know, everybody, the whole squad. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you have to start to treat your family like a tribe. If you, right. you know, if you have other mothers or your children, um, the, the separatism starts to wear just on the family as a whole. And we all, we all in it together, you know, so we might as well figure out how to coexist. And they, they, they get along lovely. Laughing and talking and partying and dancing and chilling and shopping and 
you know, everything is everything is good because they, they're, they're good people, though, too. Mm -hmm. They're good people. It was just making sure. It's just about honesty, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, and, and just making sure, like, everybody everybody's clear and, um, like, everybody's very respectful as women just as themselves. They're not really into, you know, fighting or beefing like that. Yeah, you have to what be honest. Women? I can't see you on a boat somewhere on a yacht and I didn't know you were there. If, then everything gets crazy. We got to just keep it open, like. I don't understand that one if I was on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> you have visions of me being on a boat and yacht and I don't tell my girl? Oh my God, the 7030 has me out here like the worst. Ladies, let me explain something to y'all right now. I'm the best. I'm not the worst. I'm the best. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've had my different things and point of views and stuff like that in the past, but I'm cured now. All Love right. and everything is all right. All right, we got more with Diddy. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. What's that on that mean? Shot in made that. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We have Diddy in the building. Yee. Well, let's talk about the four because we've all been watching the show and we do like watching the four. Yeah. Explain the four because a lot of people are confused with the concept of the four. Okay. It's like vocal Game of Thrones. Mm hmm. You have the four best singers we could find at that time. Mm -hmm. We start where all the shows finish. So we start with the actual four that w that were the best out of all the auditions. So you guys picked the four already? Yeah, so we okay. picked the four. Then you could be at home sending your audition to the fourmusic.com. Then you could be on the show and you could challenge someone. So, like, there's, there's somebody, her name is Javaya. Okay. You see Javaya up there. And you're, and you're like a singer from Canada or whatever. You could go, once you get past the judges, you come and perform for us. Once you get past the judges, then you could go and you could go to Javaya and say, I want to challenge you. Mm -hmm. And then they basically have like a, a singing battle, a like sing a rap right. battle. Yeah, so it's like a, a sing-off and it's real combative and also... Um, so if Javaya lose, Javaya's off the throne. She's yeah. Gone. She's out of here. Yeah, so if, 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 if Tony challenges Javaya, so Tony is just somebody I made up. Right. And he beats Javiah, then he takes her seat. And Javiah's gone, no more on the show. Yeah, right. And what what's the end game for the show? Like, what 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 is the the winner win or the four the top four mm -hmm. win? And how long is the season? Do they get record deals? Do they get money? Yeah, you get a record deal with Republic mm -hmm. Records. Um, then you get us, the panel. You get me and Khaled and Charlie Walk and Megan Trainer. I saw you had to check Charlie Walk a little bit. <laughs> on, on episode two. <laughs> he he, he, he kind of got a little snappy with you. You had to remind you He was like, oh, remember you talking to Diddy. <laughs> yeah, nah. It's the, the, you know, the stuff with the show, it's intense in there because it's, it's like a coliseum, so our audience is totally different. The audience energy and everybody's like, ah, and the testosterone is up and the hormones and it's crazy. And, you know, um, you know, you know, he just, he just felt, like going a little too far. <laughs> <laughs> and it was all good. We reel it back in and we, we keep it moving though. But um, you know, I think Charlie Walk is is he's he's that guy that you want to have your record in his hands. Mm -hmm. You know. And also I we have iHeartRadio. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, they they get to win that that iHeartRadio power play. Yeah, that, that that program, the Cali program. That means you get played once an hour, every hour on For every long station time. across right, America. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, you get your record fully supported. Right. If your record so, don't pop after that, you trash. Mm -hmm. Seriously. Yeah, and so um, so 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 we really feel like we have something the other shows don't have. Because me and Cali, we're going to stay 
involved. We're going to executive produce the album. We're going to do their social media, blast them out there. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, you know, it, it was something that, that, that was special. Callie made a comment on the, floor, uh, on the, on the last episode. What, do you, what did he mean when he said this? I remember Diddy saying, if you get on your knees. What was he talking about? I said, if you get on your knees, you're supposed to cry. Oh. If, you're singing, if you're singing a song. Oh, okay. We segwaying into the Drink Champs interview <laughs> when you was with Nori and Fab and Jada and mm -hmm. everybody. They made a compilation video of you because they said you were sounding real suspect mm. on, the, on the interview. Yeah. Did you see that? Of course nah. I didn't see it. No, nah, I didn't see it. You didn't see it? I swear to God. Uh, come yeah. on, man. You saw that on World Star and on the Check this out. When they started playing the game, the pause game, I would definitely... That came from Harlem, too, by Yeah, it came from Harlem. I definitely would say some, oh, my, ooh, the crowd would be like, whoa, did he just say that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't play games. Y'all know. You know what I'm saying? I'm a grown man. I don't play games. But, um, yeah. Did you compilation? Go? Nah, I was, I was coming off of being in Miami at night of party, and I don't really remember what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Would you like a reminder? Yeah, sure. Play some. Play. Play. Hey, yo, this is, yo, I, I love it all. I love it all, man. I like when you like this, Daddy. Yeah, yeah, when you put my bed Daddy, I like when you, when oh, you right scrambling here, right and right scraping. No, 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 no. That was you. Scrambling. <laughs> what? You said, I like when you do it like that, Daddy. When you scrambling and scraping for shit. Hey, man. <laughs> I don't know what I was talking about. Hey. Nah, nah. I mean, I was you don't caught, go back no, and no, look no. at that stuff and laugh. I mean, it's, I mean, it, it could be funny. I don't really be on it like that. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. like. I'm you sure know, we can put Charlemagne's compilation against Diddy's compilation. Oh, we have a bunch. We put yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I also, I also don't do it because I know I'm, I know I'm bad at the game. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know I say like reckless stuff out my mouth that's just not maybe you know adding up to with somebody who maybe somebody who's homophobic, but I'm not homophobic and I really don't you know care. You know what I'm saying? I just. But um, I'm bad at the game, and it's probably hilarious. I would love to see it. I would love to see the video compilation. It's hilarious. 50, yeah. 50 came up here, and he was giving you flack for the asking Fab the party. So you, he'll ask you, oh, he'll ask you to play it. Play it. Play the clip, man. Yeah, play the clip. Go ahead. Why won't you party with me for your birthday, man? I'm, I, yeah, we, we partied for my birthday before. You came to my party. And, and... No, but me and you ain't never really party. You know what I'm saying? I asked 50 about that. He said you did the same thing to him. You asked him to take him shopping. Yeah. I thought he needed some clothes. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm a nice guy. Yo, what? Why are you with Fifth? Hey, yo. Why y'all not? Hey, yo, I don't have no beef with, 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 with... I don't know why. With, with Fifth. He loves me. He loves me. Do y'all really can't have see a beef? It? I mean, y'all can't see it. No, we can't see it. Y'all can't see that he loves me? But see, you really... Hold on. You really think that's hate? You really... When you really break it down, you've been out here a long time. You know he loves me. I don't think he like you. You know he loves me. I don't think he like you. Okay. But why? But why not? Y'all just y'all both passionate. Y'all both. I don't know. I, I, yo, check this out. I don't. I don't know. Like I don't. Both the same. No, we are not. Okay. We, we are not the same. <laughs> but, I mean, we are not cut the from the same cloth. Work, work hard. Yeah, and 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 um, you know, I mean, I respect that. I don't. I don't never hit him with no, you know, nothing. I don't even think of no other man, man. Besides, if I'm thinking about another man, I'm thinking about uplifting. I'm not thinking about all that. All them nats. You know, they, they can't really touch me. Y'all, at the end of the day, y'all see and y'all know what it is. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the track record. Y'all know the business acumen. Y'all know the community service. Y'all know what I'm about, you know. And um, 
when he does that, it's 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 like funny to me. I don't really take it personal. I know he has a different sense of humor, and he's just not in my life. We don't have to never cross paths, and um, I will never say nothing negative about him, you know, because that's just not me. It feels like something must have happened though, like that we just don't know about behind the scenes. He loves me. That maybe a situation, a deal went bad. Nah, some, I don't know some, what it is. Sometimes, um. Sometimes people that, that that feel like they don't like you and they act like that, they really love you. Like I'm not I'm not I'm not like you know just saying it to say you know. But I, I mean like I mean it's, some, it's it's something about me that has them on me all the time, and I'm not going nowhere. So you you have been giving out a lot of money lately. You gave French uh 200 grand mm-hmm. for his 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 charity. You yeah. donated so money to us. You for donated change for change. 150 to us. Yes. For you, change, for you change. You almost gave the young boy a million dollar contract. That, no, 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 no. I didn't. <laughs> nah, that wasn't real. Okay, the oh, young that man. That wasn't real. Yeah, the yeah that wasn't young real. Man. Then you put it out there and then you took it back when the parents spoke. That never no, happened. No, 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 no. Why would I give a kid a million dollars for a picture? That don't even make. That's not even good for them. They said it was a modeling contract. You for what? It ain't that much modeling well, in the put world. Put the pictures of my kids back in my pocket because I said if you gonna give me now, big dog. Yeah, yeah. Did that, did that cause problems just, at Sean John? Like all the other models, like yo, we been here. Where our million dollars? Nah, it, it it didn't it didn't happen. So yeah. So where did that come from? You saw you. I, I mean, it just comes from a story off the internet. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like the internet. That? You know, the internet is crazy, man. Now, we saw you with Mary J. Blige with her getting her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Shout out to Mary. Mary J. Blige. You said you used to pick her up in your, what did you have? I had a Volkswagen Rabbit. <laughs> and I used to pick her up from Slow Bombs up in Yonkers. And I always remember her, like, getting into my, getting in my car, you know, because freezing outside the way somebody gets in your car cold. And, and my heater wasn't working. And we trying, to, we trying to make sure that we could get to the studio. We have enough gas money. And then to see her there, see her get nominated for two Golden Globe awards, and then to be able to pre- present her her star in Hollywood, it was a uh, it was a crazy like like life experience to be like wow if if you really stay focused, really go hard and really stick together, you know we we could do great things. It was it was a, just a beautiful moment, and I'm you know I'm so proud of. Her. All right, we got more with Diddy when we come back. Let's get on the Diddy mini mix. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Diddy Mini Mix. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We have Diddy in the building. Can you buy the Panthers? Is that a, a possible position? And what do we have to do as people to support? Um, the process has just started, so we I, I would be able to give more updates on that maybe like in two weeks. But one of the things I want to say is that it was it was never about me wanting to buying the Panthers. It was always about we. It was always about, like, we need a team. I jumped out there to make sure that they understood that that they have to consider, you know, some black ownership right now with 80%, 70% of the league being African-American. And it's just time. Like, if right now, we don't own nothing. If, if we don't own nothing, then we don't have nothing. And, and, and we have to make that change. And I feel like that shift is coming that, that that we have to make sure that we have, a, a, you know, a seat at the table. Have you put together an investment group? Yes. Now, you know, we had, I'm sure you heard everybody talking about the five best lyricists on Bad Boy. Mm-hmm. Now, let's, let's, let's break this down correctly, mm-hmm. right? Because right. I'm glad, you, we, you're the person we that we've been waiting to That's hear right. weigh in on this, right? It was It's about lyrics, bars, delivery, nothing else. Not star power, not album sales, nothing. And it's not even a diss to Mace. 
I just said let I don't, him do do let him do his yeah. list. But I haven't I haven't explained what it is yet. Yeah, okay. leading the witness. I haven't said <laughs> leading the witness over. I there. said that Mace wasn't a top five <laughs> lyricist on Bad Boy, and I disagree. Not saying he's whack. I just Bad Boy was stacked. Right, but so Mace I, got busy. And who, it was, and who was your top five? Big, uh-huh. Kiss, Styles, Chic, Black Rob, and then I had G Dep at six and Mace at seven. Y'all. Tight entitled to your opinion. <laughs> I'm definitely not going to step out with that. You know what I'm saying? So, because right, so, it's like. So, with Mace being a top five? Yes, he would be. I, where I would agree. he land, though? Sean Perez had him at five. He'll he'll be in the top five. I think he's in that top yeah. five, too. <laughs> that's all be in you the need top. to know. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Why do you think people still have such a fascination with Big and Pac stories? Because you see, like, it's always a new documentary or a new something all the time. I mean, it was a movie. I ain't going to lie to you. It was a movie. The movies aren't really even exaggerating, you know. It was it was just a crazy time. So I I, I think that's really intriguing to people because it was it was so it was so real. It was like so dangerous, mm-hmm. and it was like, you know, we was we was all just living on an edge that I don't even think you know people really have the stomach for mm-hmm. right now. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's still unsolved. And so there's still questions people have, so they're still doing documentaries, trying to figure out. But it doesn't help with healing, though, does it? Like, it's like always, like, literally, it's always a new big pop documentary. Yeah, nah, right? nah, yeah, well, you know what it is? It's like we're a part of history, and right now is, is, is like they're, you know, our history is, is it, it matters, because we want to know, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Younger kids want to know what went on, because it's, they, they hear about Tupac and Biggie, it's such an, they, they grew up hearing their names, their names, their names, and then... You you go on a search to get as much information as you can, mm-hmm. and you know every there'll be many documentaries and many movies because both of them had such a such diverse personalities. Right. You know how much how much of the whole story your your legacy do you want to tell while you're still here to tell it? Like we saw the documentary, mm-hmm. but like how much do you want to tell? Oh yeah, I'm, I'm gonna tell it all. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell it all. You know, I've lived an exciting life. I think it uh, it'll do well. On the big screen. Oh, so you gonna there's, there's gonna be a Diddy movie? Yeah, one day. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Charlamagne, I plan on being great, man. You are great. <laughs> I plan on having <laughs> movies made about me. About. I plan on there being <laughs> statues and different things like that. You know what I'm saying, man? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. How, how did you and uh, I know one time you and Drake were rocky. How how was that first conversation when y'all got back? Cool. I, I, you know, he did a, a a song on the Lil Wayne mixtape. He mentioned he was at your house. We see videos of him at your house. Mm-hmm. How did that conversation come back around? Mm, you know, we just bumped into each other and just kicked it, just sat down and kicked it, two men, and, um, you know, had some, some real talk and kept it moving. It wasn't wasn't no need to be the end of the world, you know, and um, I, I didn't have no malice towards them, and it was just, a, you know, one of those nights. Right. So we moved past it as men, and we was cool before. That's why everything went down, because, you know, and then... Sometimes brothers have scraps, you know what I'm saying? And and we got to be able to move past it. We got to be able to have scraps with each other and then move past it, you know? Something happened in your life that made Yeah, you I want to know did you go to, did you go to anger management or something? Yeah, something like, happened in Diddy's life that Like what happened? Diddy's Was it spiritual? A, which is a good thing. It's a great thing actually, but it's something happened that just Diddy just turned and became love. Man, I think I was also like going through like a stressful time too, you know? Um probably like two, three years ago, and I was getting everything out of my system. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, if you've been there, you you understand that if, if you're like a person that has to always be on, the, like, the defense and, mm-hmm. and you know, 
be be ready, then then it's that's the energy that you bring, you carrying around with you. And um, I mean, I just once I sat down and had a talk with myself, you know, I just I just love love, you know what I'm saying? It, it just it just connected with me. It was just like anything else is a waste of time. On the defense with who though? You top of the food chain? Who? T- who? Yeah, yeah, and that, and that makes you on the. You yeah, have to be on the defense. You're you defending your throne. Yeah, I mean, you okay. just have to. You have to have a guard up, man. You mm-hmm. ha- you have to protect your person. You know what I'm saying? It's rough out here. You can't give everything to the game. You know, and so, so, um, you know, I, I looked at the game from my history as, as as being very antagonistic. You know what I'm saying? You know, with our crew, a crew, this, that, and the other. And you know that's a part of growing up. You you evolve and you see things differently. And um, and so I I think that's what it is. And and then just you know getting closer, more of a connection to God. But being honest with yourself on like, yo, how do I want to be seen? How do I want to make people feel? You know. But you've always had a connection with God, though. Even with the, the Steve Stout situation when you yeah. hit him, it was over God, technically. <laughs> no, I would say it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean. God has always been in my life. <laughs> yeah, but um, you know, I had I had my days, and 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 that's what you know, that's that's what life is about. Being able to go through your low points and your high points, and 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 those times when I would act out like that, um, that was just that was the environment I was in. That's mm-hmm. the that's the way it was feeling out here. Mm-hmm. You know, people getting punched in their face every day. Mm-hmm. Every day somebody's getting punched in their face. So I figured, why don't I be the first one to punch people in their face? Since the punching in the face is going to start yeah. at some time. Mm-hmm. It, was, it, was, it was just the climate that was out there. So I oh. definitely um, tripped and fell a couple of times. What about the, the UCA, UCLA coach and J. Cole? Did you reach out to them and smooth things over with them? Yeah, I did. Yes, I put all of that in my past. <laughs> you can bring up all 20 different <laughs> things, Charlemagne, and it's in my past. <laughs> it's in my past. I want to be an example of a man that evolves. It feels like the world needs a lot of love right now. Too. Yeah, Everything and it does. Going on, mm-hmm. We have to be a lot more united. Yeah, and we got to let things slide, though, too, because it's just not worth it. Like, that has nothing to do with my life. I came in here by myself. I'm going to leave here by myself. My time is precious. Can't have my time being I'm beefing with you over here, or I'm not happy to see you. Oh, I'm not happy to be here mm-hmm. in the room with you guys. Like, I'm happy to be here. You know what I'm saying? I'm happy to see y'all. I haven't seen y'all. This is like, you know, we're, we're all an extended family, you know, of each other. So when I come in the room, I, I, that's the way I, I want it to feel because that's genuinely what's in my heart. All right. Well, we thank you for joining us. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Everybody tune into the four on Fox, 8 p.m. 8 p.m. Everybody keep tuning in. Hashtag the four. Thank y'all so much for your support. And, um... God bless y'all. Happy New Year. Yes, the sir. Breakfast Club. All right, it's the Breakfast yeah. Club. It's Diddy. You don't fear the day. You you dumb ass. You get don't fear the day. You 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 are a donkey. I'm gonna fatten all that shit around your eyes. They want this man to throw them blows, man. They wait for Charlemagne to chop these gloves. Let's go. You have to make a judgment of who was gonna be on the donkey of the day. They chose you. Yes. It's a breakfast club, bitches. Who's donkey of the day today? Yes, donkey of the day goes to a TV reporter named Natalia Escudero.
Escudero. Escudero. Oh, my goodness. Roll the R, man. Roll the R. Escudero. Roll the R. That's what he Natalia Escudero. Now, if you watch The Breakfast Club on YouTube or see us on Revolt TV, then you know there is a young man who looks like he's from Iraq or Iran sitting by DJ Envy. Uh, no need to be afraid for any of us because that man's name is DJ Dramos. All right? Don't let the bid make you think he's some type of terrorist. The guy is harmless, and he happens to uh, be Puerto Rican, right? Yep. Yeah, so I'm going to lean on him heavy for this one. Uh, now, today's donkey of the day, I'm sure the Latino community will appreciate more because they can understand what's going on. Even though Spanish is a second language to so many people here in America, okay, my four-year-old gets taught Spanish in pre-K. I do remember being younger and going to Memager Elementary in Charleston, South Carolina. Drop on a clues bomb from Memager Elementary. I don't even know if Memager's still open, but uh, they had us in a special class where they gave us a choice of learning Spanish or French, but it wasn't like we... I knew how to speak it fluently, and I clearly didn't retain any of any of that education because the only thing I know how to speak fluently is pure nigga. But enough about me. Uh, Natalia Escudero. 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 She is listed as a Spanish TV reporter, and over the holidays she was covering Spain's annual Christmas lottery called El Gordo. 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 I think I know what that means. Drum, what does El Gordo mean? Fat. Grab Envy's mic. Hey, yo. Fat. <laughs> fat. The big one. The fat one, right? The big one. Yeah, literal is the fat one. Yeah. yeah, I heard Envy muttering that under his breath yesterday after he received the mold of my ass. But that's <laughs> oh, another conversation. Now, El Gorro is a state-run lottery with the world's richest draw, boasting 2.24 billion euros, which is about 2.43 billion U.S. dollars. Nearly 15,000 people can have a winning amount that pays different amounts, according to the travel website Barcelona Yellow. The winning number this year was 26590. And Natalia was one of the lucky ticket holders to have the correct number for a prize worth 400,000 euros, which is $444,000 for each ticket, okay? But the prize money can be split multiple ways. Uh, clearly, nobody told Natalia this. And what happened next is exactly why you don't eat your empanadas before they are cooked. Now, this is where I need a translator. All my Spanish-speaking folks will know exactly what happened because they understand Spanish. The rest of us have to rely on myself and DJ Dramos to translate for you, okay? Let's go to RTVE for the report, please. Now, Dramos, translate what you just heard. Okay, so uh, she's celebrating that she won. She's got the lady with her that sold her the ticket. Okay. Uh, they're asking her if she's going to go to work tomorrow. She says, no, 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 no. She's uh, not going to work. Okay. I think she got champagne in her eye. Uh, it's, it's a whole big big thing. Okay, you're, you're, you're right, because I was I was reading, and they said what happened was Natalia looked into the camera and said, I'm not going in tomorrow. She wagged her finger in front of the camera and said, Natalia doesn't work tomorrow. Her colleagues at the station didn't know she had won. Natalia jumped up and down in excitement. She screamed out, it's true, it's not the truth. Truman Show. Now, if you don't know what the Truman Show is, it's the Jim Carrey movie where his character discovers his life is a, a televised situation. So she's trying to say this is real. Uh, the crowd is jumping up and down. They are popping bottles of champagne. They're spraying champagne like they just won the NBA championship. Natalia pulled the woman who sold her the ticket uh, towards her and kissed her on the cheek as the champagne continued to spray. Natalia even repeated her lottery number and she said she would never forget it. And here's the thing. After quitting her job live on air because she thought she had won this huge jackpot, <laughs> she later learned that her share of this huge jackpot was only 5,000 euros, a.k.a. 5,500 American dollars. 
I don't even know what that means. Tell me, drum. What? Oh God. Oh okay. Because oh, it's a, a Spanish lottery costs two hundred euros. So to make the game easier to enter, people can buy a decimal. What? A decimal? Decimal? A decimal? D e c i m o. I don't know what it is, but it's a tenth of a full ticket, all right? Uh, and a tenth of a full ticket is 20 euros. So the ticket Natalia bought was only a tenth of a full ticket's share of the prize. That's why she only got $5,500. And this she can is, still take that one day off the next day. Nah, she, well, she, she, she already quit. quit. She oh. quit. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, members of the public and Spanish media accused her of being unprofessional and lying to viewers. She apologized to anyone who felt deceived by her viewers <laughs> And she tweeted an apology for anyone who felt deceived by her reaction. Uh, this, my friends, is why you don't count your chickens until they're roasted and seasoned with adobo. All right? Please give Natalia Escudero. 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 The sweet sounds of the Hamiltons, please. Oh, now you are the donkey mm -hmm. of the day. You are the donkey. See why she would get excited though, because it translates into 444,000 American dollars, and a lot of people have been telling me since 2020 they've been seeing uh 444 a lot, not the Jay Z album, but you know when they look at clocks and stuff like mm -hmm, that. Mm -hmm. And 444 uh is a number sequence that lets you know you have nothing to fear, all is as it should be, and all is well, and things that you have been working on will be successful, and it's an indication that you are surrounded by angels who love and support you, and their help is close at hand. So I can understand her being super, super duper excited. Mm. When I see 444, I'm like, damn, I overslept. Mm. 444, and I'm like, yeah. I should have been up 20 minutes ago. Mm -mm -mm. It depends how you look at things. <laughs> yes. The Breakfast Club. Checking out the world's most dangerous morning show. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We have a lovely lady with us this morning, Miss Pat. Miss Pat. Good, good morning. Good morning, Miss Pat. Where <laughs> you from, Miss Pat? Atlanta. Atlanta. Uh huh. Born and raised in Atlanta, the inner city. You, you've lived a very interesting life. Uh yeah. To say the least. Little, I was a little crazy. Shot a couple times, trafficked a couple of cocaine, had a couple of STDs, a baby at 14. All right, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Don't give us all that right now. So how did you get shot? I got shot twice. I uh, The first time I got shot, uh, my kid's father shot me. He was very abusive. That was my daughter over there in the corner. That's her daddy. Mm -hmm. So he shot me, and it cracked my skull. And um, the second time I got shot was in an argument with a drug dealer. And he came back and shot me. And this, he was like, he was like, when I come back, I'm going to kill you. You know black men, when they say they're going to kill you, they're going to kill you. So I don't oh, know if you've been shot. I, I, I didn't really think he was going to come back and shoot me, but he came back so quick and he was running, shooting. And I just think the bullets were going extra fast. And one of them hit me in my up under my arm and blew my nip off. I heard that. And did I, you hear that? I did. I, yeah. read, I read that story. And really? I tell people all the time, you don't need two nipples. They overrated. <laughs> Nobody uses two nipples anymore at did the you, same time. So did you breastfeed? Uh, no. no. I, was, I mean, I had already had both two both two kids at the time. You had kids at 15? 14 and 15. Okay. Yeah. So her father, when he shot you in the head, how'd you survive that? Well, it cracked my skull, and it just tore a hole back there. And, you know, I was so ghetto because I was 15 when he shot me. 15? I, was, I got shot twice when I was 15. And I was like, Lord, I need to turn 16 because I'm tired of them shooting me. 
So you should have been a rapper. You survive all them shootings. <laughs> <laughs> you survive all them shootings. Don't put an album well, out. Well, well, it was a drug deal. I, I think drug dealer was hotter than a rapper back then. True. So I went in. I got out the hospital and I had a hole back there. So I wanted to go to the club with my friends. So my ghetto ass told her to finger wave around the gunshot wound, and I went to the club, <laughs> and that thing was leaking, and everybody like this bitch got a hole in her head. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You went to the club after you got shot. And to a party? Day, to a party. My friend finger, because you know you have to set up under the dry, so she just hand-dried it. My hair was laid with a hole in the back of my head. So, hold on. You, you didn't go to the hospital? You, yeah, I went. Okay. Yeah, they and they let you out in two days? A couple days. It just cracked my skull. Okay. Like, it just tore a hole just back there. Just cracked my skull? Damn it, man. You've been there longer. <laughs> you didn't go to jail? No, I was in love with him. You, you don't tell. lock up your abuser in the beginning until right. you grow up. But even if you didn't press charges, they didn't take him in? No, because you know what? My I was taught as a kid, you know, my mama was in a bad relationship, and I had to learn later on in life, a lot of time with your parents, your mom go through, she handed down. Mm -hmm. So my mama told me, she said, Pat, if a man don't hit you, he don't love you. Love so I mercy. thought every time he beat me, mm. that was love. And child, when he shot me, I said, he going to marry me. He really loved me. He never shot his other baby mamas. So why why did he shoot you? Like, what was the reason? I was I was with another guy. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna marry me because he shot me. <laughs> That's what I thought. Oh my so, God. so you get another guy, he caught you. Yeah, and he can I used to go out and get guys all the time to try to make him jealous because he had a lot of kids and a lot of baby mama. And you know, they tell you you're number one, so I'm thinking I'm number one. And when he would mess with the mother baby mamas, I just go out and find me somebody else for him to beat up and mm -hmm. get jealous of us. How long did you stay with that man after that? A while. Really? I stayed with him. I got married when I was like 19. Oh, you married him? Oh, no. Oh. He work at Jiffy Lube now. That's a good job. Ain't that wrong, Jiffy Lube. Oh, please, child, please. My husband works at General Motors. You do the math. Uh, uh, so you he, stayed with him? You I stayed with him for a while, and I was in a very abusive relationship. He just kept having kids. Like He got like 22 kids now, and every time I got pregnant, somebody else got pregnant, and then the women would come to the trap. I think I knocked out more people than Mike Tyson did, just beating up his baby mamas on the regular. Mm. You know what really made me leave him alone? He started messing with this crackhead named Tinkerbell. And when he started messing with Tinkerbell, I was like, that's it. And he actually came to me, he said, if you sell my lady any more drugs, I'm going to beat the hell out of you. Oh, so he was in love with the crackhead. He was in love with the crackhead. Now, I slept with a crackhead or two in my life because I used to sell crack. So sometimes when they don't got no money, you get some or something like that. But I didn't, I'm not done falling in love with nothing. Yeah, he fell in love with this one. I was like, that's it. And I went and I did a prayer, which is in my book. And I said, Lord, I've asked you several times to change the I asked you several times to change him. I'm trying not to say his we'll, name. We'll believe it out for you. Thank you. I asked you several times to change him, but tonight I come to you and say, F him, change me. And I woke up and never desired him. Was he upset about that? Because he seemed abusive. He didn't seem like he was going to let you go easily. Well, he got me at 12, so I didn't know no better. I, I realized later in life I was uh, looking for a father figure. I needed that man in my life. He was life. a lot older. Yeah, he was 22, married with a baby on the way. And Second you was 12? Bro, I was 12. Well, we call that uh, pedophilia. I, yeah, that's, yeah uh, you exactly. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I had her at 14. And he came and signed a birth certificate. You want to hear something crazy? He came and signed a birth certificate with his new girlfriend. They didn't lock him up? No, they let him sign. They don't care nothing about you when you poor and black in inner city. Mm -hmm. they, he signed both of the kids' birth certificate. Both of them have his last name. How did you and, meet him? And I met him at the skating rink. Mm-hmm. No, I met him coming. He went to a teenage party one night at the YMCA in he Atlanta. He was at a teenage party? He stayed at the teenage parties. 
He stayed there. He was at the YMCA with all the all the middle school and high school students. And that was the first time I ever went out and I met him. So hold on, was he throwing the party at least? Or he was no, just there? No, he attendance? just there because he used to skate all the time. So he always hung with younger people. Oh, so he's being a predator then. He was definitely being a predator. He, he don't think so, but I think so. I mean, he was, what, 22 years old and got pom-poms on his skates. What kind of drugs did you sell? What, what, what were you selling? Was it weed? Was no, it I sold crack. I made a lot of money. I mean, because I had two kids at 15. I dropped out of school in the eighth grade. It was only two things I could do in my community, either sell crack or sell and I wasn't doing that. How'd you get into selling it? Like, how, how was it the first time? Was it family or was it friends? No, it was him because he, okay, he the 22-year-old. Well, yeah. He Goodness. was selling drugs, so he was paying my rent because I had his two kids. You know, I was the main chick, so he got locked up. Well, I didn't have nobody to pay my rent, and all I had was a welfare check for $235. I'm like, well, I got to make rent. I got two kids. So I had my girlfriend take me to his cousin who sold the drugs, and then I went to my old community, and my friend was like, you should come over here. I probably made a thousand dollars in two minutes, and I ended up. I'll never forget. I had my first hundred thousand dollars when I was sixteen years old. Hundred thousand, and wow. I had a learner's license with by eight cars, and I couldn't drive because I had a learner's license. So I had a crackhead on a day shift, the evening shift, and the night shift who had a valid license, so I can drive my drugs and drop it off and stuff like that. You didn't have problems since y'all were female selling drugs, like nobody nah, trying to take I'm advantage. A, you of? don't know me. I will beat your ass. I don't play that. I take this wig off. You think I play for the Atlanta Falcons? <laughs> <laughs> you ain't, 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 ain't nobody beat me since he beat me. I'm trying to rob you. No, yeah, I got robbed, but you know, I, I ain't gonna fight over you. Yeah, can have it. I was really careful too, cause I always had my kids with me, mm -hmm. so people knew. Is your kids with you selling drugs? Yeah, I kept all the crack in her underwear. I mean, that's where you kept for it. Real. They're not gonna search the kids. Who going in a baby pamper? You gonna just go in a baby pamper? You're right. And they knew the routine. They knew where to put it. They knew what to do. Mm. Everything. You was scared with them going to school and saying. Well, I sold crack in front of her school. I was there before the drug, the drug-free school zone signs went up. I was grandfathered in when those signs went up. So I didn't have to leave. <laughs> yeah, 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 that makes sense. <laughs> but she went to a school that I sold drugs in front of, and she would look out the window. So she come, I think she's second grade, and she come up to me one day, and she said, Mama, she said, I need to talk to you. I'm like, what do you want? Mind you now, I'm probably 16. Mm -hmm. She said, I get tired of looking at my school window saying you sell drugs every day. I want to transfer. Oh, I want you to leave this corner. I said, child, I was here first. Where you want to go to school at? I'm not changing my job for your ass. You don't know how much money I'm making out here. <laughs> All right, we have more with Miss Pat. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Yeah. No morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Miss Pat's in the building, an author, comedian, and she has a story. Charlamagne? Is that your daughter Ashley right there? Yeah, that's my gay daughter. She want me to tell everybody she gay. You're not. <laughs> why you still, why you doing like that? When did you, uh, when she did you, liked the gay shots out. When did, she, <laughs> when did you find out? When did you find out she was gay? You know when your child is gay. You know we be in denial. Mm -hmm. But when I first kind of heard the word gay, my mother-in-law told me she had a <laughs> licking spirit when she was about six years old. Okay. Licking spirit. Yeah. She was like, she said, Pat, you need to put some olive oil and pray over this kid because she got a. <laughs> Licking spirit, and I was like, "Oh, you drink out of licking spirit? Your wig got a licking spirit." Well, I kind of thought she was gay, but when she was sucking on them dog, I was like, "Uh oh, she's sucking the wrong thing." And then she you went caught off her the sucking the dog. 
She was sucking the dolls. She was doing So uh, let me tell you when I really kind of knew she was gay. So I bought a, a book called Elon Harris. You know, the author Elon yeah, Harris, yeah, the, yeah. the gay guy. Right. So I didn't know there was no download books. So I bought all the Elon Harris books and gave them to her. She couldn't put them down. I'm like, what the hell is in that book? I picked it up. It was a download book. This girl in the fifth grade. Holy crap. And I was like, she gay. So she ne we never, see, I've been to prison for trafficking cocaine. So I didn't like gay women, but I, gay men was okay. So when she went out to college, she kind of like, you know, kind of signs started coming up. Mm -hmm. So um, she ran off. She ended up dropping out of college and running off and doing her own thing for about three years. So finally, you know, this is my child. I love her. I called, I found her. I said, look. I know why you running, because you think I think you gay. Are you gay? I just want to hear it out your mouth. She say, yes, mother, I'm gay. I said, well, come on home and eat it's cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> How do you grow up with a mom like that? Well, that's real. How do you bring that's this real? What you talking about? Mom like She's that. a that's real. real. Right, uh, right. Still trying to figure it out. And she a gay hoe. Every <laughs> Thanksgiving, oh, we get a new girlfriend. Wow. She just dumped Bigfoot, and she oh on this old goofy chick now. <laughs> she is not oh, goofy. Oh. You call her Bigfoot? Bigfoot. Bigfoot live in New like York. Six foot two. She live in Jersey. She was like six foot two. I can't. Yeah, she. These hoes. They only. Only lasts a few months, and I told her, I said, if you eat like a real daddy do, you are a hero. So I see why you smell like you get your ass out here. Get your ass out here. Captain America. Now you said you did a, a year in jail. Yeah, I did a when year. When did in you jail. get caught? Uh, I got caught because my cousin hit the dope wrong. She told on you? No. Oh. I kind of took the rap because she was a juvenile, but they sent both of our butts down. Mm. How long? You said you did almost a year, right? Yeah, I did a year. And she, they went and stayed with my friends, and that was the only time in my life that it ever slowed down. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm doing to my kids what was done to me. I don't want... I have a son that's 30. She's 32. I have a son that's 31. And I was like, I don't want my son to become what society thinks black men are. Mm. I don't want my, my daughter to go through what I went through and drop out of school. Because, mm. I mean, I come from a cycle of every high school dropout, abuse, and drugs. Right. And I was like, I got to break this cycle. So I started praying. I said, look, Lord, I need a good black man with back teeth that can read. I need you to send my kids a daddy. Back teeth. Why bad teeth? Back teeth, back man. Teeth. Back teeth. Back, back teeth. teeth. I'm just saying bad teeth. Everybody think I say I'm country, but back teeth. Mm -hmm. Back teeth is important on a black man because when you have a wig on and they spitting on you from the side, they'll f up your hair. Make your hair fall till you get to the event. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I can't with you. I can't. So, so uh, I, I met a good black man straight out the military that could read and don't punch chicks in the eye on Friday. Mm. And he wasn't quite my type. He was kind of like a little thick. But I said, you know what? I'm going to overlook these t***s. You got a job. He's the first black man with a credit card I ever saw. A real, I don't mean that prepaid crap. Not the rush I card. Mean, not the rush card. I mean a Visa master with a limit. Hey. And I was like, you about to be two light-skinned kids, daddy. I'm going to deal with you. So you married him? Hell yeah, I married him. still together now? Yeah, he done helped me raise three sets of crack babies, huh? <laughs> I can't now tell me about the time you, you, you was in jail and you said that, uh, I guess that's what made you not like gay women? They started trying you or something? No, no, I never got eight in jail. I just never liked gay women. I mean, I'm from the South, mm -hmm. so, you know, I was taught if you was gay, it was something wrong with you. Mm -hmm. But I realized in life, a lot of times what you don't like God will put in your life. So your daughter, yeah. Yeah. So your daughter changed your views of yeah, gay she, women. Yeah, she made me open my mind to uh, 
gay people. But tell, I mean, that's not how you told told asked me was I gay though. You were like, "Are you gay?" And I was like, "Yes." You was like, "Well, you better be the biggest, boldest, baddest gay person there is." So <laughs> now that I'm the biggest, boldest lesbian uh, that I am, she's she, like, "Oh, you just so gay." She, <laughs> you just she too gay. Is, she too gay. <laughs> like she that gay. over that top gay. She, I wish she was gay like Ellen. <laughs> but she, she gay like Magic Johnson, son. <laughs> Salute to EJ. I saw EJ the other night. He was sexy. He was snatched, baby. EJ ain't no I, joke. I, I said, EJ, you gorgeous. You make a bitch like me look like a baby mom. EJ ain't it no made joke. me want to go get a plastic surgery. EJ was together. <laughs> it's bad when a man can look better than you. See, it's weird with women because I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know what a flamboyant gay woman look like. Because to me, when a woman is really gay, it's more she more take more of the manly. No, nah, this thing right appearance. here is really gay. Like she the type put her dildos in the dishwasher. Oh. <laughs> 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 you ain't never heard anything like that. <laughs> 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 I'm telling you, she too gay for me. Like she eat ice cream like she eating. <laughs> I'm like, this <laughs> is ice cream. I'm your mama. <laughs> I have a bit. I'm telling you. Now, now why is your nickname Rabbit? My nickname was, uh, I used to like carrots when I was coming up. Mm. Uh, my, and my stepfather named me Rabbit. So uh, I couldn't use my government name when I was a drug dealer. So I uh, I just used my nickname, Rabbit. Is it true you used to get teased growing up too? Teased? Yeah. Yeah, I was poor. I used to be the musty kid. <laughs> so I used to get teased a lot. I mean, my mom used to do like... She, it was survival for her, her, but it was embarrassment for us. Mm -hmm. Like we didn't either we had light or gas, but we never had both at the same time. So a lot of times we only we only had lights. So to cook, my mama would start a fire in the barbecue grill and fry chicken on the barbecue grill. And everybody had to walk past our house for school. And it's like, oh Patricia, mama out there frying chicken on the barbecue grill. Well, was the chicken good? Yeah, the chicken. And, and that's all that matter. I bet you had neighbors coming over asking for a piece of chicken. No. My mom out there cooking butter beans on a barbecue grill. <laughs> that ain't no cookout. Is that where you got your sense of humor from, though? Because since everybody was teasing you, you had to learn to snap back? Or to, you or know what? Uh, Charlamagne, my mama was hilarious. So I think that's where I got my sense of humor from. She was uh, abusive, too, though, right? Very abusive. But, you know, I, I used to hate her. And I and I, I had to realize that my mother hand <clears throat> gave me what she was handed. So, if you know, she ain't taught nothing. She only going to teach me what she taught. She passed that pain down. Yeah, she passed that pain down. She died at 39 years old. And when I tell you I've never seen nobody as miserable as this lady was, mm. this lady, if you saw her, you'd have thought she was in her 50s or 60s. Mm. All she did was cry. She mm. cried all the time about my stepfather leaving her. Oh, Curtis gone. I said, Mom, he's been gone 10 years. You still crying? Mm. That was one of the things that she had me. Like, I didn't have a father, and she didn't really have a father figure in her life. And her my I, my granddaddy beat her mother. So, you know, she had that gap there, and she 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 just picked abusive men. My daddy beat her, boyfriend beat her, everybody beat her. Uh, she would call you ugly, right? All the time. She thought my sister was way prettier than me. I got acne real early in life, and she was just, and my mom always had this thing. She used to talk to us like, ugly bitch. And that was normal conversation. It's amazing to me how you was able to break that cycle of pain, though, since it was so generational in, in your family. Uh, I started to love myself after dealing with her daddy. You know, I realized I was searching for something in him, and uh, I cared more, more about him than myself. I realized I couldn't be a good parent until I started to love myself. Well, a lot of times when you want to change your life, you got to change your lifestyle. Yeah, I had to change my lifestyle, and, and, and it, it was not easy. All right, we have more with Miss Pat. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. 
The Breakfast Club is back. Back, 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 back. Bring it back. With our best, our of, best interviews. of interviews. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We have Miss Pat in the building, author, comedian. Charlemagne? Did you have any, like, spiritual advisors or counselors? Or, like, mm-hmm. what, like what, what was the, the, the turning point for you? Um, to save my kids when I went to jail. That was a turning point for me. I had to save my kids. Mm. I didn't want my daughter to be molested. My mama, in my book, it tells you how my mama looked the other way when her boyfriend was messing with her. So I was like, y'all ain't about to do this shit to my kids. You was, what, 15? Then I think I read right. I was, uh, no, he started before I had a baby. Mm. He started messing with us. He would give us $5 when he was Like gone. hush money type stuff? Yeah, because we we was like um, probably 10. Because I had my I started messing with my kid's father at 12. Mm-hmm. So he did it for a couple years. And when did you make him stop? Or he just stopped on his own? He stopped, when, um, he stopped when I got with Ashley Daddy. And I never told that story until I wrote that book. Half of that stuff in that book, my husband didn't know until he read the book. Wow. My kids didn't even know. Wow. My son, who's 31, he called me one day. He started reading the book, and he, he, his voice was broke up. I was like, what's wrong, boy? And he was like, Mama, I had no idea that you went through the stuff you went through. And uh, I was like, what's wrong with you? He said, I read your book. I said, I didn't know you could read. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you can read? <laughs> what? I read you right, boy. <laughs> But do you think your mother, I mean, your mother turned a blind eye because she just didn't care because she was an alcoholic? Well, my mama turned a blind eye because she had five kids and she needed help. Mm. Plus, we never really told her. We never told her because he said, if you tell her, she, uh, I'm not going to be able to feed y'all anymore. I'm mm. not going to be able to help her with rent. And we had moved so much in my life. Like, we would get thrown out every 90 days. And that was the first time, other than my granddad, how we had a little stability. And we knew he was going to bring food, like, at least every Friday. So we kept our mouth shut. I think mentally he made us feel like we was helping out. Mm. What about the time you almost got beat with a roller skate? Oh, you did get beat with a roller oh, skate. Oh, my kid's father. That? that was her daddy. Okay. He's he I, he roller skate. He hit me with a stopper. You ever been hit with a stopper? They don't <laughs> no. heal. They don't heal. <laughs> 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 he would beat me with anything. And um, I was about 16 when I finally started fighting back. Because I shot him too. Right after he shot you, you shot him? No, back? I shot Other him than... later. I shot him in the ankle. And it broke his whole leg. So I went to the Grady Hospital in Atlanta to pick him up. You know, he got a lot of baby mamas. Mm-hmm. I go to pick him up. He got his other baby mama picking him up. So I'm pissed off because I shot you so I can take care of you. I didn't <laughs> shoot you so she can take care of you. So after I shot him and he got his baby mama down, I ran him over with my car and broke his cast. And so they had to take him back in the hospital. So I beat him. And I said, I stuck in the hospital. I said, now, I, I shot you so I can come get you. You have her back down here. I'm going to put both of you in the cab. <laughs> <laughs> he was beating on you at the time? No, he's just just sleeping with different baby mamas. I was sick of it. Damn. STDs, I always give me crabs, gonorrhea, and fleas. So I was just sick of it. You, you still see him now? Yeah, he work at Jiffy Louie. He won't even give me no discount. <laughs> <laughs> How do you look at him now when you see him? He hates me. Mm. He told me the other day, he I was talking to him, and uh, we got he got into We can only talk about 10 minutes. And he's just out of nowhere. He's like, you know what? I got nine baby mamas, and you the only one I hate. And I fell out laughing. I was like, dude, I'm still special in your life. But he don't know why he hate me. He hate me because I grew up. I'm not that 12-year-old anymore. Yeah. I grew up and became a woman, and I found a man to help raise his kids. I said, you should be thinking this man who, came, who stepped in to help raise mm. your kids. How do you feel about your father, hearing all those stories? She don't like him. I don't, no, I'm good. 
I don't blame you. Did you ever go to therapy or anything, Miss Pat? Nope. I didn't never go to therapy. You just I... seem so strong and so to <laughs> together after everything I'm hearing right now. You know what? Comedy saved me because I had all that pain built up inside. And the more I started to tell my stories, the more I um I started to heal. Well, how'd you get to comedy? I feel like I'm missing a big gap. So I voted for Bill Clinton, and then right after that, he started the Welfare to Work program. So I had to go through the Welfare to Work program program to keep my assistant. And I met a caseworker. And I would tell her, I was like, oh, I've been through all of this. And she was a black lady. She just bust out laughing. And she said, I really think you miss your calling. I'm like, what are you talking about? And she was, she just kept encouraging me to get on stage. And I got on stage at an open mic. And I realized, I said, this is what I want to do. For one thing, it's the only job that I ever had that didn't check my criminal background history. So what does success look like for you, ultimately, Miss Pat? I mean, to me, I hope my comedy career um, land me, I, w I would like to have a sitcom. I can see that. Your story is a movie already. Yeah, I would like to have a sitcom. I always said I wanted a book. The book did really well. Uh, I was special. I don't have an hour special yet. All right, well, Miss Pat, I think sky's the limit for you. Oh, I think the sky's the limit for me, yeah. too. I mean, because I'm honest. I, I tell people all the time, I don't do cat jokes. <laughs> I hate to see them white boys do them cat jokes. I just be want to punch them in the bottom of their neck. I'm like, can you go rob a bank so you can have some real stuff to talk about? Word up. But it's clearly it's clear it's clear that you're here for a real reason after everything you've been through. So yeah, I, I mean, I just want people to know that you don't have to dwell. You know, I remember when I first got married and I was feeling sorry for myself because, you know, here I am not selling drugs no more. I got an eighth grade education. What can I do for my kids? And I never forget, my husband handed me a, a tape and it was Outcast when they first came out. And I can't remember the exact track, but he said, listen to this track. And it was Get, get Up, Get Out, and Get, get Something. something. And that motivated me, me too, like a fat thing. girl to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> Baby. And I was like, he, that was my song. I played it, and I played it. It helped me heal from my relationship. It helped me realize that I can do anything that I want to be. And you don't feel sorry for yourself no more? Hell no. You know, my family is crazy because they, they think I'm famous. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. But they all, now they want to sue me. So they, but can't nobody read. <laughs> <laughs> or they want to sue you for telling these stories. They was tell, yeah, my my cousin was, and I hope she listened to my, my mother wasn't like that. I'm like, child, your mother was like that. So they all coming at me for stupid stuff. And I'm, I'm going to call all the TV stations and tell them. I said, please tell them so we can do an interview together, crackhead. <laughs> It's your family. It, they actually coming after me. My Man, sister, I had to block my me. sister. I blocked my crackhead sister on everything. And I told her, I said, when you die, I'm not coming to your funeral. Mm. You just messed up the patty pie I was going to bring you. <laughs> you just messed it up. I'm going to burn your ass up. So what they trying to tell you? Like, oh, she's lying. She ain't she not telling the truth. Yeah. About yeah I yeah, said, yeah. you know what's crazy? When I wrote this book, my sister and my cousin verified. And I, when I told the story about my mama's boyfriend, all I said is, you remember what Mr. John did to us? And my sister told the story. Mm. But, oh, all of a sudden, our mama was an angel. I said, how the hell our mama was an angel? when well, you had your first baby at 12 years old, and I had my first baby at 14 years old. Is that coming from a mother who's an angel? Well, you know, they all going, they not, the, the, the bigger you get, the more success you get, it's going to get worse, because they don't want to see you succeed. You're supposed to be at the bottom with them. Yeah, but I, nobody tell you to live in the hood all your life. You like seeing, you like gossip like Ray Ray got shot tonight. Mm. I don't have time with that, and I have her four grandkids right now, because I took custody I brought her daughter to Indianapolis to help her get her life together. Well, her daughter ran off and left me with four crack babies. I'm raising a four, a six, a nine, and an eight-year-old. I'm supposed to be done. Right now? Right now. They in school. Wow. 
But my niece, actually, she blocked me on Facebook, and I got her four kids. Two weeks ago, she hit me up after three years mm -hmm. and said, Pat, can I get a picture of my kids? I said, for what? To motivate me. I said, well, look, baby, you remember those old pictures you had on Facebook? Just scratch them out. The same child, they got a little talk. <laughs> <laughs> get your ass out my inbox. I'm not playing these crackhead games with you. I don't play them crackhead games. Don't play with me, crackhead. You're going to be fine, Miss Pat. I think so. I where, think so. Where can they follow you? Your Instagrams and Twitters and all that good uh, stuff? Comedian, Miss Pat, C-O-M-E-D-I-E-N-N-E, -N -N -E, Miss Pat, M-S-P-A-T. I'm praying for you, and I hope to see you on the big screen, small screen. I just need to see more of Miss Pat. I need more of Miss Pat in my life. What's the name of the book, too, so people can go get the book? The book is called Rabbit. It's really, really good. Oh, Miss Pat, man, I think you are amazing. Well, thank you. Thank you guys for having me. And I'm glad I met you this week, and I can't wait to see more of you. Well, thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to be on The Breakfast Club. It's Miss Pat, Patricia Williams. Go get our book, Rabbit. It's The Breakfast Club. Yeah, y'all help me feed them crack babies. <laughs> <laughs> here because you're looking for the best of the best of the best we'll be right back with our best of interviews morning everybody it's dj mv angela Yee, charlamagne the guy we are the breakfast club we got a special guest in the building he done cursed us out tell him get it off your chest bird man because I, 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 I don't understand the angle like what like what did it already so why come here i did it already i'm here so what's happening I mean, it's all good, but I'm, I'm saying, here. why, why, why? And I'm here. What's happening? I'm all good, but I'm yeah, saying, why say come that, here man. just Look, to I'm curse here. us What's up? What's happening, man? I wanted to see you. I wanted to talk to you on your man in your face. Absolutely. You understand me? I knew a few places you was at. I could have pulled up, but I don't think that was gangster. I wanted to come look in your face like a man and tell you how I feel. Okay. You understand me? Straight up like a man. So no what's the issue? No sugar. Ain't no issue. If it was an issue, you you'll feel me. I just come to let y'all know. Stop. Put some respect on my name. You understand me? When y'all saying did, my name, put some respect on it. Did you, did you pull up on Ross that way or Trick Daddy? Man, I'm pulling up on you, nigga. Yeah. But I'm, I'm the radio guy. Why well, pull up on the radio guy? Don't act tough with the radio guy. I hate my Y'all Y'all finished or y'all done? I ain't got no more talking. Let's rock. All right. Yeah. Well, grand opening, grand closing. <laughs> All right. Well, there you have it. Nah, we good. We good. You know, you know, there you have it. Man, what about all my notes? Me good. That's it. Damn Quickest man. Breakfast Club interview ever. That. Well, that's the Breakfast Club. <laughs> I'll show sure interview ever. Good morning. Good morning. Well, if if you just joined us, Birdman came up here and the interview didn't go that way. You it knew was, it was going to go that it way. It was very Stop quick. It. He was no, very upset. From our understanding behind the scenes, he wanted to just come and address some things. Yeah, he wanted to come. They said he was excited to come, that he wanted to come talk to us. Listen, that He wanted to, to get some things off his chest, and he did. So let's actually play, because we went, you know, as soon as you walk into this this uh, room, we start taping immediately, because, because we, we never know. Yeah, because there's always some good stuff before or after. And my, go, go, let's play. Let's so, play. so this is what this happened. happened when Birdman, as soon as he walked oh, in. As soon as he walked in. Y'all ready? Yes, sir. I want to start this off straight, telling all three of y'all stop playing with my name. Let's go on there. Let's go. Stop playing with my name. Let's go. Yeah, let's do it on camera. Stop playing with my name. Let's I ain't go right on there. When my name come up, respect it. Let's go. Stop playing with my name. All three of y'all, stop playing with my name. I ain't gonna say it no more. Here we go. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee. Right. Now, the reason I kept saying let's go is because the cameraman was taking his time. We don't waste no good content. I was like, let's go. He's... You will not come in here and nope. curse us out, and we're not going <laughs> to get it on camera and not get it on the radio. We were trying to tape it quick. The cameraman was taking his time. But what happened was Birdman came in here and tried to curse us out right. to shake up the interview before the interview started, mm -hmm. thinking that the interview would be sweet, but it wouldn't have been. 
We just still asked the questions we wanted to ask. Right. Well, he tried to do the intimidation thing. Came in here with like seven guys, mm-hmm. you know. And my thing is, yo, anything I've ever said about a person on the radio, I'm going to say to their face. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking if you come in here, you come in here to address those issues. Right. That right there, to me, that was some suckers. That, yeah, that's that's anything we, we do up here. If we if we talk about you or, or make a comment about you, when you come up here, we are gonna make that same I, comment. I didn't like. I didn't. I don't. I don't like. I don't like the coming up here just trying to show yeah, out on the some, tough sometimes guy. Sometimes people try to plan to come up here and do certain things. Don't 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 try to be tough to the radio guys, especially when people like Trick Daddy has been up here. What right. did Trick Daddy have to say about Birdman? Let's, oh, let's, play, let's play the audio. I've done business with Birdman. Mm-hmm. Some are good, some is bad. I just think when when you try to be a CEO and you try to be a rapper. And you try to be a ladies' man, and you try to be a girlfriend, and you try to, to be, be a girlfriend, a crip and a blood. You trying to be a girlfriend? Why you call him a girlfriend? I don't know. That's what they said. Oh, you mean like a DJ Khaled? I got it from the street. Okay, and, and Ross was up here. Right, Ross, Ross was up here talking about, about Birdman. What he had Ross a beef say? between Wayne and him, and he he spoke about it. What's your nah, relationship with, with Birdman? I don't have one with Birdman. For me to see the way. Things are transpiring. I can't respect that, and I don't respect it. Have you had that convo with Birdman, boss to boss? Like, yo, you need to treat your people better? Not at all. I mean, that's what I wanted to build my team after, the way they kids was molding together, the way they family was. Right. So for me to see this, that's a no-go. They know how I play. Birdman know how I get down. He was in Miami a long time. He know double M active. How does that work now, you know, because he's in Miami, like, ain't he in still Miami got right now. Oh. Ain't in Miami right now, but it ain't about... Telling nobody where they could go, I ain't with that. That's fake talk. We know who the <laughs> that Drake signed to is now. Yeah, we figured it out. Should have been easy. The Breakfast Club. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time for your positive note. Give me some positivity. Hey, listen, man. The positive note is more like a, a question, right? And it's January first, so I just want to ask y'all one thing: the year is yours. What will you do with it? Huh? 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 Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?